Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Diamond sponsor Ventivid and Titanium sponsor Mechanic Desk. Want to find out how the workshop whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success? Head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whispering loudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team. Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the Workshop Whisperer podcast. We are super excited to have Charlie Bullis, a self-confessed motorsport fanatic, driven storyteller and pun enthusiast on the podcast today. She's a passionate motoring and motorsport journalist and Charlie has presented the TA2 Muscle Car Series, reported on the Bathurst 12 Hour and the Australian Motor Racing Series and as been published by Speed Cafe, Motorsport M8 and Blendline TV. Wow, that's incredible. A motorsport wife, Charlie supports her husband competing in the New South Wales Sports Sedans Championship and her seven-year-old son who races go-karts. Off the track, Charlie has contributed parenting content to women's news and lifestyles website, Mamma Mia, as well as presented online news programs for Hatch Now. Originally from the UK, Charlie lives by the motto, success lives on the other side of fear. And the way to her heart is through a good cup of tea and a biscuit. Thank you so much for coming on, Charlie. Thank you so much for having me. Wow, Charlie. Thank you so much. That is one heck of a bio. Congratulations. Well, I'm a journalist, obviously a journalist and a storyteller at heart. So if I can't tell a good story about myself, then what am I really? (laughs) Absolutely. Well, I am thrilled to be chatting with you today. And uh, why don't we get stuck straight in because you've got some wonderful things um, that you're going to share with us. First of all, though, I know that you all out there would love to know a little bit more about Charlie and uh, and what you do. So tell us. So look, yeah, as you so wonderfully described in the intro, thank you for that. I'm a motorsport journalist um, and a motoring journalist. I'm a mum, of course. I'm a stepmum, and I'm currently studying as well in journalism. And my husband and I run a business outside of journalism. So as every woman on the planet, I wear a lot of hats. Um, My husband, yeah, as you said, races in the New South Wales sports sedans, which is where my love of motorsport really erupted. Um, But yeah, I do motorsport presenting, pit reporting for TA2. um, And I do, yeah, some parenting content as well. So um, yeah, a lot of things on Mamma Mia about being a mum and just being real. And I think that's what I'm a bit on a, a mission to be is just the real me. And I'm very honest about it. And uh, yeah, I'm a motorsport wife. There are car parts in my house, but you know, that's just part of part of being in it. <laughs> Amazing. And in motorsport, what do you do there? So yeah, I report for the TA2 muscle car series. So you'll see me up and down pit lane, mm-hmm. capturing those stories from what happens on the track. I will, at the moment, when there is motorsport on, uh, having to watch things remotely and report on different races is what I do for motorsport mate um, in the Formula One. Um, and yeah, to be honest with you at the moment, there's not a lot going on in motorsport, but we're just creating opportunities for ourselves. Within motorsport, I'm all about sharing those stories. People... 
I'm driven by the people that drive the cars. So I'm not what I would call a rev head myself. Please don't ask me any technical things about where stuff is in a car. Uh, I can tell you where the wheels and the steering wheel are. Um, But other than that, I'm more about sharing the stories of motorsport and I think representing women as well. I think it's really important to fly the flag for other women, not only in the sport, but in the motoring motoring industry as well. Fantastic. So, I'm so curious, what actually made you fall in love with this vocation? Like you said that your husband started to race, but what really was it that got it over the line for you? So look, I've always loved motorsport, but I don't come from a motorsporting family. You know, we wasn't watching um, the F1 sort of on the weekends and things like that, Um, but I'd always enjoyed it. And I moved over from the UK in 2006, and I, I think I was over here a couple of weeks, and I saw the V8 supercars just on, yeah, just on the TV, and then... That year, I also went to the Gold Coast. That was still when the Indy cars were there. So it's way back when, cast your mind back to then. And I just fell in love with the energy, people's passion for it. But then also, as I said, the stories, the drivers. It's not just about the moment that you get in that car. It's about the lead up to it. It's the preparation in it. It's the fact that they dedicate their lives to this craft. And it is a craft. And then, yeah, fast forward to 2018 when my husband bought a race car. All I know about the car is the numbers on the side. I don't want to know how much it costs. And he also got the very, very common disease that I see in racing car drivers, their car doesn't go fast enough. So he had to buy <laughs> he had to buy another car that went faster. And that one, it's a Corvette and it's, right. it's very scary. Anyway, <laughs> but I saw what goes into it. And that is what I fell in love with. The stories from Pit Lane, it's what happens out on track and then extracting that story from the driver and really helping the audience to engage with what goes on. Because not only the forces that they have on them while they're driving, they're pushing themselves to the limit. They're pushing the car to the limits of what it can do. And it's my job and what I fell in love with is to pull that story out and make it engaging so other people can share in that journey. Wow. Join our free Facebook group, Your Profitable Auto Repair Shop, and join in on the conversation with auto repair shop owners just like you globally. So being such a male-dominated industry, you quite clearly being a female, do you feel like you had to work harder than a male to to get to where you are and, and have the visibility that you do? I'm going to be honest and say no, but I am a bit of a dog with a bone. So I will push harder. You know, I've spent a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm 32. Let's put it out there, guys. I'm 32. And I only started studying journalism 18 months ago. It's been a long held passion of mine. But for whatever reasons, moving over to the different country and education reasons, I couldn't pursue my dream in university. Then life happened. And then my son went to school um, a couple of years ago. And I remember a very distinct story. I'll be quick. But he said to me on his first day of school, mummy, what am I going to be when I grow up? And I said to him, Miles, you can be whatever you want to be, buddy. You've just got to work hard and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it. And I thought, wow, you're a hypocrite because you've let things stop you in your life. So I said, right, that's it. I'm going to go back. I'm going to change my life and start studying. And then I said to myself, right, where's the path of least resistance here? You love motorsport. You've got connections in it because your husband's in it. Go full ball and make it happen. And yeah, network, network, network. But I will say 
that women do bring something different to the sport. We have an ability to tell stories in a different way. It's not that we're better or worse than other genders. It's that we have a natural empathy. We have a natural way of telling a story differently to how it would be told by a man. And I think that's an advantage for us that we should welcome. We shouldn't try and mould ourselves to be something that we're not. So, yeah, I have different ways of explaining things, of engaging things and making it, because I'm not a tech head, I make it so that other people who go, oh, I don't know what that is, I explain it for them. And I think there's there's some power in that and there's some realism in that that people really scream out for. And I know that uh, for all of you listening out there uh, who are female, you'll be resonating with what Charlie's saying because this translates across to our auto repair shops. Many of our auto repair shop owner wives and partners are female and they'll be the front person out there uh, dealing with the customers and they bring something different, not better or worse, um, often not tech heads, but can explain things in ways to the customer that uh, you know the technician male uh, wouldn't be doing. So very much understand that, um, you know, there is this place where um, women can truly shine in just a different way. Definitely. And I think own that. Just own, you know, be real about who you are and own the fact that, yeah, I bring something different to this and it's it's worthy and it's of value. People are screaming out for connection. And I think that as women, Mm. we're really innately good at that. So use it to your advantage. Use it in your business for sure, definitely. And I guess that leads us into, you know, my next question around what have you done to ensure that you stood out from the crowd? Socials, socials, socials. It's for me, my largest audience is Instagram. So I follow the people that I want to be more like and I see what they're doing for sure. But also I bring me. I don't give the fabricated kind of me yeah there's certain pictures where I'm standing you know in front of a TA2 car and posing all that sort of stuff but normally the byline is it took me 50 goes to get this one shot bringing that different angle to it and talking to people show up and then ask to be there don't ask to be there because sometimes people will say no just push the door open and there's actually a funny story about this one of how I got my shot in the TA2 muscle car series I watched them, they were at um, the Bend and it was on um, Fox Sports one weekend and I noticed, I was like, oh, there's no female presence here at all. Not only it's all the drivers were men, I know there's a lot of women that work on the cars there, which is fantastic Mm. and it's a real family-orientated series, but there was no female pit reporters, no female presence within the broadcast team. I thought, hmm, this is interesting. Then a few weeks later, they're at Sydney Motorsport Park and I live in northwest Sydney, so Sydney Motorsport Park is my home track. It's 20 minutes from my house. So on the Friday, I thought, you know what, I'm just going to show up at the track and I'm going to see if they want someone to do some reporting. Let, let's see what happens. And I, I took my husband for, you know, security. He's a big guy. So I took him as my bouncer <laughs> and then um, quickly realised that the category manager was Craig Denyer, who is not only... Grant Denyer's dad, but also a very, very Mm -hmm. well-respected category manager. And he used to manage the V8 Utes. And I thought, oh my gosh, what have I done? I've jumped in too hard here. I've gone too hard, too quickly. But I just sat in front of him and said, Craig, look, you know, I want this job. I will do anything to do it. Give me today, give me a shot. And if you don't like me, you tell me not to come back tomorrow. 
And long story short, mm. he threw me, yeah, completely in at the deep end. And I did some pieces of cameras, which is, yeah, talking in front of the microphone straight to the camera. We did a few segments, interviews with drivers. And at the end of the day, he said, come back tomorrow. So I went back Saturday. Then he, wow. then he said, come back Sunday. And that was it. That's how it began. Amazing. <laughs> so it's, it's really about... Um fortune favoring the brave right yeah for sure and yeah success lies on the other side of fear if you if it, that little twinge goes off in you that says oh my god I'm scared of that do it anyway because on the other side of it that feeling of I pushed through that fear and I actually got what I wanted and I followed my dream there is nothing better than that feeling so I would just say yeah, yeah. push the door open and then ask permission to be there excellent piece of advice Take a smoke out and review us on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen. One more question for you, Charlie, and this one's for our listeners. What would be your number one piece of advice for them to stand out amongst their crowds to market and champion their auto repair shops? Find your point of difference. I know this is like a big umbrella thing that people go, what are you talking about? But it's what makes you real. So what's going on that you do that your customers connect with and want to do business with you? So is it the fact, well, for me, it's I'm a motorsport wife. Like I said, I've got car parts in my lounge room. I openly share my journey of changing my life at 30 and decided to go back to school and follow my dream. I openly share the fact that I'm up at 2 a.m. writing assessments and things like that while trying to balance it all. I'm really open about it and people resonate with it and they respect it and they go oh she's actually really working hard for this so it's what's your story what's your purpose for having an auto repair shop is it that your mum and dad started it and it's a thing that you want to keep going and build up and there's a generational story there share that is it the fact that you are a female-led business and you want to create a space that other women want to come to and feel comfortable getting their car serviced is that what you want to create then show it. And you can show it through so many different ways. It's sharing things from behind the scenes. So are you working on a particular car that's interesting? Or is it something as simple as I'm sitting here doing my end of month accounts and I've picked up this one tip on how to do it better? Share that. You'll be blown away by how many people go, oh my God, thank you so much for that tip. It's not just about sell, sell, sell. It's about creating that story and connection for your customers and really digging deep and saying, okay, what is it that we bring? And I want to show more of that. And I would say it's normally the simplest thing that you do that people yes. resonate with. It's it's really, really simple. Like, yeah, I've shared that a video of me with car parts in my lounge room and so many people reached out to me and went, oh, my gosh, you! I've got the same rule as you. There's no car parts in the house, but that's where they come to breed. Just little things like that just work. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then also I've got a bit of a, I'm pushing my luck because I know I'm a, I'm a journo. I always push my luck and try and, you know, get a bit more. I actually used a tip on Instagram and I wouldn't say it's a well-known trick, but it does take time. So I found someone in this very similar job to me and I looked on her Instagram and I saw her followers. I then went on to her followers, followers list and followed her followers. So it's already an inbuilt audience that you know like her content. So find an auto repair shop that's quite similar to you and maybe has a, a similar structure or things that you really like about them and follow their audience. 
Not everyone's going to follow you back, but some will. And because it's a built-in audience, you know they're going to resonate with what you're saying. Now, you do have to be a little bit careful that Instagram doesn't like you just going bang, 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 bang and following everyone. So you sort of have to follow maybe 50 people a day. But you'll see over a, a, a period of weeks, you they will follow you and then you can show them what you've got. And I think for me, that definitely helped me get to my first thousand followers. And from there, your content is then being seen more. So I think that's a tip that to anyone I would give that. What a great tip. Thanks so much for sharing. And just in general, I just want to say uh, thank you so much for sharing your story with us here at Whispering Loudly. Uh, Congratulations on what you've achieved in such such a short space of time and um, best of luck with your journalism degree. And um, I can't wait to uh, see where you next turn up on our screens. Thank you so much. I do have a couple of things in the pipeline, but I can't talk about them. See, that's that personal branding stuff. But we'll have to come back around, Charlie, and, uh, and catch up with you again so we can find out what you're up to. Thanks, Rachel. And if you would like to have your questions answered about your auto repair shop, then make sure you email us to admin at workshopwhisperer.com and we will answer your questions about how to grow your business on our next episode of Workshop Whispers. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the Workshop Whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple. Want to find out how the Workshop Whisperer team can put your auto repair shop on the path to business success? Head to www.workshopwhisperer.com slash whisperingloudly to claim your free workshop success session with the team.